Welcome. Hi. We're Lindsay and Daniel Crouch, husband and wife, still multiplying after 13 years of marriage and five kids. We don't know everything, but we do know how to hack, highlight, and create sustainable habits to help you multiply the good in your life and get more of it. Come hang with us as we talk about faith, family, fitness, and shining God's light to illuminate the great life He has planned for us all. Don't settle for a lackluster life. Make the decision to multiply and reach your God-ordained greatness. Now let's shine bright. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Multiplier Method Podcast with Lindsay and the Dan Man Crouch. Oh, y'all, it's been We have a special long. guest. We have a special guest today. We have a special guest today. A new baby girl. Moment of silence for our little baby girl. There it is. Another hiccup. She's here with us, y'all. The long-awaited... <sighs> crouch girl. Crouch girl. The first crouch girl. When we were naming her, I was talking with one of my besties, and I was like, so her name is Shiloh Everly Elizabeth Crouch. And I was asking... That's four. Middle, that's four names. That's four names. For the record. Her middle name has two. Okay. And I was Just throwing it out there. Best, Just bringing it out. One of my besties. And I said, <laughs> is it okay if I give her a double middle name? I said, I know that's not the norm. And she was like, Lynn's the first crouch baby girl can do whatever she wants. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah. <laughs> oh, she can even cry during our podcast. We don't care. <laughs> Nothing matters. Nothing matters. We'll pick her up. We'll feed her whatever we have to do. But anyway, y'all, we have so waited to um, just to be here with you guys again until the time was right. You know how that is in your last month when you are preparing every last thing, nesting and resting and, you know, thinking the baby could come any day, but the baby don't come for a long time after due date, which is good and cool and fine. And we love for babies to be able to cook and develop in the womb as long as possible. Um, and so anyway, that's why we haven't been on in a minute, but we haven't shared Shiloh's birth story anywhere. No, this, this is, is it. it. Didn't somebody just once like, hey, uh, how's the podcast coming, guys? Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, <laughs> gentle nudge. But we you got know you. what? But the truth is, I mean, you know, right now you come home, this is day seven, you come home, you just kind of quiet, you know, you eat and you go to bed. Like it's a... Oh, yeah. I can tell... Life with a newborn, yeah. I can tell there's probably a lot more... Like, if I were to check my estrogen levels, I bet my estrogen levels are higher. I love it. Than normal. And it's funny because I used to wonder about that. They said that testosterone levels for dads would go down traditionally after a baby's born, you know, and, and the whys of it. And I was expecting it, you know, and I was kind of like, man, I don't really want to go through this because, you know, I don't want to lose testosterone. But the corner, the other side of the coin is that you're more empathetic, you are more peaceful, you have a little bit more calm, maybe a little more humor, yeah. if you let it be a blessing. Yeah. And I was not looking at like a blessing, you know. I was what? Like, just because testosterone is like, no, 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 no. Oh. Just, you know, having, knowing the cycle of having a baby in the house, what it's going to do to your Got hormones. It. Got And it. your schedule. Right. And your productivity, productivity levels. Productivity. And, you know, you're yeah. like, and these are probably going to be my two bit. strongest sales weeks of the year. Yeah. You know, right, right after the baby's been born. 
but right. I, I've come to appreciate it for you know all the little subtle things that have come with it that I didn't appreciate. Friends coming out of the woodwork, people that I didn't really even oh yeah that I'd classified as acquaintances really at work were like, we got this for you, yeah, happy for you, and I'm like, wow, like all these abundant. people who have been reaching out, basically saying, I love you, mm. I love your family, yeah, and I was like, wow, that's pretty, yeah, that's that's been it nice. has been really humbling, and the, all the families that drop off meals. I literally send them these like paragraph texts of like how much it means to us, oh, you yeah. know, like not having to cook, not having oh. to worry about any of that stuff so I can just take care of our baby totally. and nurse her and feed her and clean her and, you know, all the things. And then, of course, our four other kids as well. Like it is such a blessing to me. Mm. And I know that like like I have this overflow of my heart and the things that I'm giving and they're like, oh, no big deal. I know what it's like. And I'm like, it really is a big deal. You oh, know, yeah. it is a big deal. Um, and I love what you're talking about too, Daniel, because you really do have to like take yourself out of the rat race or like out of It is your not normal a normal routine. experience. This yeah. is not a routine experience. You right. can't apply this over the normal experience. It is not. It, yeah. is, it is different and you have to allow it to be what it you is. Do. You do. You have to you have to walk through it gently. And I happen to be fasting this week. Yeah. Uh wanted also to get some clarity and just some, you know, be a new fresh dad and a new fresh person in this new season of life with five kids now. And I might have like, you know, had a brownie or two tonight. <laughs> I think I maybe had four chocolate squares on my fast day. Maybe had a little bit of a homemade chicken pot pie. Well, that was last. <laughs> that was two nights ago. Oh, I'm not Yeah, I know. No, this I, is just I, me. You've been, oh, this was just This today. is just me confessing to the I know don't forget your confession of the pot pie is what I'm saying well, that was okay. two days ago I've gotten past that I've, I've 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 you know I've I've moved on tonight I just had the two brownies and the there were small brownies and then the chocolate <laughs> <laughs> but remember I was talking about you can't lay this normal yes sir this thing over the normal right season of life and so there are brownies there, apart. even though, yeah, like it's set apart. And I don't feel bad because I'm still like just trying to get quiet. But the point is, is that you shouldn't between the estrogen and the spirit of newborn life in the house yeah. and this, you know, fasting and just trying to get a new season for me. I'm always trying to like stay ahead of the season, you know, and it's just been really a lot of like fun. And I feel very like heart filled about this, especially the, the way that people have brought us into their lives and said, oh, I love, you know, congratulations on your fifth baby. It's a girl. Like, people are celebrating. You right. know what I mean? Like, you think your hometown won the Super Bowl. Like, it's right. a celebratory time. And I, that's a lot of my response, too, is thank you for celebrating with mm. us. You know, the people that celebrate with you, it just means a lot. It really means a lot because you really feel like they've been carrying yes. this hope and this prayer with you. Oh, yeah. And then it's like they get a win, you know? And I've had several friends tell me, like, I was crying, oh, yeah. you know, like I when I got like your I pictures. I participated in this with you guys, praying. Exactly. Not only praying, but like believing. Right. Praying, asking, believing, like as if it had already happened, that you guys were having a girl. Right. Because so many people knew and were like, I mean, anybody that knows us that's like loves us. It's like, man, like four boys, I wonder if they want a girl. And of course, you know, yeah. they hear your story and they're like, of course they want a girl. And, right. and then for the last nine, ten months, people have been like, man, I really hope Lindsay gets her girl. I right. think I really hope Lindsay gets her girl. Yeah. And I th I've thought that myself 500 times. Oh, me too. And times, you know, <laughs> the other people that have gone through this with us. And so, you know, now looking at Shiloh, and we'll get to the whole, like, my 
you know, I guess confession that I was expecting a boy. <laughs> I was absolutely. I was going to say. Okay, I didn't let's want to transition. Be let down. Let's okay. transition. Okay. I think people want to know. Let's answer some questions okay. of what we want. What people want to know. One is, are the boys happy that it's a girl? How did they respond? That's been a big question. So I think initially they were like, eh, it's a girl, you know? A couple of them were like, eh, it's a girl. We don't really want a girl. I heard them say that. Like, One. we don't really want a girl. Yeah. One of them really wanted a girl, and yeah. the rest really wanted brothers yes. because all they know is brothers. They wanted another little boy to join their yeah. pack and to right. wrestle and to play soccer. Be part and of their to, gang. And to be part of their little boy gang, right? And so there was an initial, oh, man, I wish it was a boy. Yeah. But, 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 but. So <laughs> I, took, I took around. Asher. Uh, in like, I think it was the next day, right? Or the, yeah, I think it was the next day. And I said, Hey buddy, what do you think about her? And he's like, yeah. I, I, he's like, I like her. And I said, I don't know, man. I said, what do you think? Should we keep her? You know? And he said, daddy, we have to keep her. I love her. And he immediately confessed his love for her on the second day. And it was genuine and it was real. And so boom. And I don't want bites the dust. Like he yeah. was down oh, for team Shiloh. Team, team Shiloh. They're falling fast. Shepard, of course, is the best sweet big brother to all of the babies that we bring home. But there is something very, very sweet happening between he and Shiloh. Judah loves her. Mm. Noah loves her. And Noah wanted a, a sister. Yeah. So he was, you know, team girl all the way from the very beginning. Um, but it's really sweet because they're at the grandparents' house right now. And before they left... Asher came up to me and he was like, Mommy, I don't want to go because mm. I'm afraid I'm going to be homesick. He I'm going to miss word. you in Shiloh. And they all called me today and they were like, what are you doing? We miss you. What is Shiloh doing? And so I think that it is really sweet of what having a baby sister is already doing to their little hearts, you know? And I know that... You know, in my own life, like if I can give my own little testimony, I've been sharing with some of my friends that like, I feel differently in my bonding with her in just a week than I did with the boys. And there's just a different type of need that I feel like she has for me as her mother than what the boys need from me as their mom, you know? And I was sharing that with a friend today and she was like, there's a different attachment to little girls with their moms, you know? And I shared with her, I said, you know, yes, like we are their maternal figure mm -hmm. we show them how to be a woman being of that same gender there's a different type of i don't want to call it role responsibility you know calling between this relationship and so i'm just so grateful to god that i get to experience this in this lifetime yes uh, amen that's a beautiful way to put it is like the connection because that's what everybody i think is trying to figure out like what is that what makes it so special for yeah. a daughter and a mother to, you know, what is that bond? You know, I've had three or four conversations with, you know, the whole spectrum of people about it. And, and, you know, it's, I still can't figure it out, but it's like, there's been a lot of opinions in the subject and yeah. I am, everybody has an, uh, a really good point to make on it that I've talked to thus far. Mm. And you know, it's a relationship that I lacked mm. physically yeah. in my life, right? Losing my mom when I was three years old, I never fully 
experienced a mother-daughter relationship and I always wondered and wanted that. Bless you, Shy. And I have such a heart for women. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so to be able to raise up my own is extremely important to well, me. Well, and you also get to look at her as if she was you, you know, and, yeah. and be like, okay, you were me and, you know, there's an empathy and a sympathy to right. that which you what can like em through. put yeah. yourself in her shoes, literally, right. like I was you. But yeah, this time you have me. Yeah. Amen. And can help guide her and steer her and lead her up into the Lord. You know, I'm already praying over her faith walk mm. and her heart for Jesus and for him to show me, you know, what skills and gifts and talents, you know, she embodies that he wants to use. And gosh, so much. Um, okay. So I think that that's a main question people have is, you know, are the boys happy to have a girl? How does Daniel feel about having a daughter? Um, and Daniel was surprised. You thought we were having another boy. You know, I had, right? I had prepared my mind to having a little boy just because I didn't really want to be like emotionally let down. It's easy. I mean, it's just continuation of what we already had. First son. Great. Cool. I got my first child as a son. Cool. You know, second you know, little boy, cool. Oh, they got, they got their buddies. They're going to be best friends forever. You know, yeah. third little boy was like, all right, cool. You know, my dad had, <laughs> you know, two brothers. There were three boys in his family. You know, that makes sense. Three boys, no girls. Okay. Have another one. Boom. Another little boy. Okay. We have four little boys now. <laughs> I see a trend. I love them all. They're all amazing oh, in their own little way. Them. They're yeah. amazing. And then you're like, do we have another one? And I said, well, you know, I immediately thought, I mean, we could have five boys and that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Five boys is that pretty cool. That would have cool. been cool as I would well. have been really cool. Yeah. I was okay with it. I think more about you. I was like, I would be just fine with it. Five boys, that'd be cool. Because it's, there's almost a sign of like strength and virility and power and <laughs> having four, five boys, you know? But then again, I thought, well, what about Lindsay though? Like, I wonder if she's going to be like disappointed and, and you know, because I mean, you've wanted your daughter forever. Right, right. And so I've seen you since you know, longing for a daughter for the last, you know, 10 years, basically. 10 years, we've 10 been years. birthing babies from 2013 to 2023. And so I was like, but you know what? I just, I can't, I can't really fall into the trust of like it being a girl. You know what I mean? So even though I was praying for it, uh, yes, yeah, sweetie, lovey. I'll take oh, okay. her. Okay. But like, I was thinking to myself like, okay, it's going to be a boy. Did you guys so. hear that? Daniel's little sweet girly talk. Sweetie, lovey. Oh, I love it. Okay, come here, angel girl. So, um, come here, baby. Yeah, so I was like, it's going to be a little boy. And so, literally, until, and what's even funnier is that right before, literally, I don't know, maybe like 30 minutes before when they were taking your heart rate <laughs> I remember. and the baby's heart rate, the midwives yeah. were, who, by the way, were amazing. Joan. Yep. And Vicky. Um, Vicky. Yep. Yep, did great. Helped us stay in our zone, stay in our element, stay in our house, stay in our room, stay in our all the things. It's like they just supported what we were doing, and that was yeah. great. You know, it was like ministering to you. Hey, I need some towels. Well, all right, you know. And anyway, when it got down to business, we started measuring the baby's heart rate, and it was like 120, 130. And I'd always heard if you have a heart rate around that, it's a boy, and then it's like 140, 160 for girls. So right. she measured the heart rate, and I was like, okay, is it safe to say that from that heart rate monitor, you I can know. deduce that it's a boy? Y'all had that conversation. She's like, not really, and I was like, bullshit, you're just saying that because <laughs> you you don't want me to like <laughs> jump to conclusions, and I was like, and I appreciate that. And I but, was like, nope, nope. But right then, I was like, it's a boy. It's officially a boy. 120, 130, it's a boy heart rate, heart, heartbeat. And I said, nope. 
So we have the baby, right? And then I... Well, I'm, hold on. Oh, no, 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 hold on. In my mind, I am like, this is... I was like right there. I was like, this is going to be... It's got to be a boy. It's got... They're telling us right there. The heart rate is boy heart rate. I told you it was a girl. Why don't you believe me? Uh, okay. And I knew it was a girl. I knew like I knew like I knew like I knew because it was, of course, a surprise at birth. So I didn't really... No, no, no. Right? But the Lord had told me signs along the way and the first one was her due date being mom's birthday i was like there is no way that this baby is going to be a boy with my mother's due date as the birthday that's not how the lord works and then also he had given me the name shiloh before judah was even born and then judah was a boy so he was going to be our fourth son the lord gave us his name which means thanks and praise he was born the day after thanksgiving which just happened to be that way he was 13 days late judah was also the fourth son of jacob and leah like all these things came together where he was supposed to be judah and then in genesis 49 10 it says you know judah holds the scepter or kind of like the, the power the, the rule power the authority until shiloh comes and i was like oh, okay it's judah and shiloh like that's the birth order of these next two babies for us and but i knew that shiloh was supposed to be our daughter and so the lord had given me these signs and then my belly picture okay we took a picture at 40 weeks 41 weeks of my belly compared it to my pregnant belly compared to judah's and the shape of it is so much a girl compared to a boy but explain that to people who may not even know that there's a boy shape or a girl shape because i was like I mean, your belly, it's a baby in there. Like, how are you going to tell me that the difference in shape has any indication of the fact that the sex is going to be one way versus the other? Well, that's the same dang heart or midwife's tale as your heart rate thing, okay? Well, that's fair, but yeah. I was like, I'm not going to believe it until I, like, see, like... Well, I'll share it. I'll put it out there. I'll no, I'm saying you it. should, because obviously it was true. Exactly. I will. I'll post it. But basically, my girl bump was kind of oblong from top to bottom kind of this like like um equal spherical roundness spherical exactly spherical and then my baby boy bump almost became pointy like it was like really low and down exactly. and outward and a pointy tip at the it bottom it had like of a the... breast shape to it <laughs> you know in a sense because it was like uh-huh like that versus a full round, round robust kind yes of. like pectoral looking but also it was a smaller bump i was yeah. like it, like i felt more compact yeah. in this pregnancy and that definitely made me feel like it was a female baby well, it was a girl baby because girl babies are smaller there you go so uh, shiloh was eight pounds four ounces versus judah was what nine 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 that's almost one day different nine and a half pound baby versus an eight pound baby that's a significant that's like 15 But the gestation period was the same. It's not like one was 38 right. weeks and one was 42 weeks. They were the exact same. If I had a calculator, I could figure out the percentage <laughs> difference. But, you know, but it was so a thing. So that was, was another thing. thing that let me know that she was a girl. So I knew. And then when we went into my last sonogram at 41 weeks, three days, she had all this hair. And I never, none of our boys ever had hair and so that was an indicator for me i was like this is a girl baby with a bunch of hair like me when i was born i had all this dark hair 
Um, so yeah, those were some signs that told me it was a girl. And that day, I truly believed that we were birthing a girl. I just knew it. Um, and so when you and the midwife were having that conversation about heartbeat, I was like, that don't even matter. Y'all be quiet about all that. Da -da -da, whatever. So um, May 5th, baby's due date comes around. No baby. And I honestly was not really expecting to carry this one to around 42 weeks. I thought we were going to be close to due date. Even if we didn't deliver on mom's due date, just having that due date was special on its own. Right. And it gave Carrying me that through, sign. Yeah. Yes. Initial sign, so. yeah. Yep. Okay. So Cinco de Mayo comes and goes, no baby. And honestly, we were good. I was like, I'm not disappointed baby didn't come today. You know, we were at the soccer fields. We were having fun with friends. Like, it was like, hey, maybe mom's birthday needs to just be her own day. You know, no big deal. And then we start saying, well, maybe baby's going to come for Daniel's birthday. Remember that? So that was the next day we had in our head was May 8th which was your birthday. And then baby didn't come on your birthday and we were like, okay, you know, that's not it. It's okay. I see. I knew I don't, I wouldn't, I wasn't really expecting it on my birthday. Okay. I, wasn't, I just wasn't, I never really felt it. Now I figured it was going to be after okay. all the things. Cause we have a pretty packed month. We have a May know. 5th, your mom, May we're 8th, about me. To, uh -huh. What else? We're May... going through it. Okay. And then we're like, well, maybe it'll be mother's day. Okay. So May 14th, is Mother's Day, and remember we got excited, like, because I was having contractions this whole time. That was the first. Having right. contractions, um, you and I, the kids are with grandparents, you and I do some shopping, do some walking, we're walking trails, you're having me do the curbs, curb, uh, curb, curb walks, walks yes. up curb on stops. the um, bath tub the elevated yeah. bathtub remember high curbs yeah the high curbs so we're trying to get baby to come on mother's day and we'd even told the midwives we really think it's going to be mother's day we really think it's going to be mother's day and then was not mother's day and then the next day was our anniversary may 15th and this is the day that i go to have the biophysical sonogram and if you've gone this far past your due dates um, they make you go in for a sonogram that checks out, you know, fluid levels, babies, you know, anatomy. heart rate, anatomy, making sure that everything is good and baby checked out perfect. Of course, I was not nervous at all about any of that stuff. And that's when we found out about her hair. Um, and then after that, after I left my anatomy appointment or my sonogram appointment, I went to my midwives and they were like, let's try sweeping your membranes to see if we can kind of get you to dilate a little bit more and kind of get things going. And I was like, okay, what are the chances that this is going to put Appreciate. me into labor today? And they were like 50, 50. And so I was so hopeful. It was our anniversary. What better than to, you know, receive a little, you know, gift of our love mm, yeah, and that been commitment to timely. everything and stuff. Yep, on our anniversary. Didn't happen. So I was like, man, you know. So kind of, you know, disappointed after that. We're waiting. And this whole time I'd been asking her since I'd say about May 14th, I was like, when are you ready for the castor oil induction? Mm. Because that's what brought Judah last what time. What is that, castor oil induction? 
tell us. Okay, I will. Um, and she was like, give it some more time, give it a few more days, let's see if the sweeping the membrane works, right? She wanted to do a few more things. And I'm grateful for her because even when I was ready to do it, so to speak, she wasn't and didn't want to rush into it. And so she really probably bought like another, you know, week, if not, about like, let's just wait. And so it was May 17th that we decided on the 16th, she was like, if baby doesn't come today, we'll do it tomorrow morning. And so we did it the next day. And so the castor oil induction, so to speak, it's an herbal induction, so to speak. And what it is, is the, another word for it or name for it is called midwives brew. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to look that up online, but what we did, excuse me, was we took 10 ounces of pineapple juice, two ounces of castor oil, uh, two tablespoons of almond butter, and then this lemon tea that I brewed. And then um, put it all together in a blender, emulsified it so everything would, you know, mix together well, whatever. And I woke up early, made that, drank it, then drove the boys to school. Well, the thing about castor oil is that it can make you throw up and get sick. So I threw up twice driving the boys to school that morning. And I was like, oh, boys, I'm so sorry. I didn't want them to, like, see mom sick, you know. And they were like, no, don't apologize. Are you okay? And they were, like, so concerned for me. But they knew. Like, they had seen me drinking the smoothie that morning. They knew it was going to bring baby. They knew it was going to be baby day. And they were like, it's okay, mom. You got this, you know. They were encouraging me. Sweet babies. So I wanted to drive them to school that morning. They were, you know, when I told them, I was like, it's important. And they said that they were like, it's important for mom to drive us to school this morning because she wants to spend time with us. She's about to have a baby. And this is what brings my, my joy yeah. for my day. And so I drop them off at school. I get home and I throw up again. You're right. So I get sick three times on this thing, but I didn't care. I felt the baby was coming that day. And it was just kind of like an emptying of your stomach. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like I was sick. Well, and it's almost kind of like that, of course, throwing up three times. The baby's like, what's going on? Maybe yeah. I should like, you know get out of here so mom and dad are here and that morning one of my girlfriends was like go check your mailbox i sent you some stuff and so i checked the mailbox and there are all these precious packages from friends who knew that we were waiting on this baby and so literally it was like it's like my birthday you know like getting all this fun happy mail and mom was here to take care of judah so that was really sweet um and then sweet brit comes over and she she has snacks and food and flowers and she's just setting us all up and it was really tender to be with her we prayed in the room and she just you know was like Lindsay, you can just feel the holy spirit the second you walk in this house like everything is just calm and peaceful and smells delicious candles burning you know the lord is here and so I drank that drink at seven and i expected it to take about four or five hours for um contractions to start getting really strong okay so during that time I'm like well hey if I know baby's coming today I'm gonna look good right so like I take a shower I wash my hair I put on some makeup some lashes I'm like hey if I'm meeting my baby girl or baby boy today like mama's gonna look good feel good and so I get ready and you're blowing up the tub and no you hadn't done that yet until they got here or did you no you hadn't filled up the tub you blew up the tub we're kind of just preparing to have 
have a baby that day and just believing that this castor oil was going to work because it did last time and i was having contractions the whole time they just weren't strong yet and then at about 11 or 12 they started getting really strong and so you and i were like let's keep this going and so uh we go for a walk we're like sending videos to friends you're like all over it being hilarious sending videos out to people um, and I'm timing them and they get to one minute long every one minute, one minute long, one minute apart. And so we call the midwives and we're like, oh my gosh, they're, you know, one minute long, one minute apart. And they're like, oh my gosh, we're coming. And so Vicky's like, go inside, stop walking, lay on your side. Let's slow this thing down until we get there. So we do that. We kind of slow everything down. We wait until she arrives we fill up the birthing tub the pool because you know that's the plan is to have a water birth and one of my best friends and our family photographer tiffany corbett who's you know does all of our photos she had told me as long as the baby doesn't come on mother's day i will do the photos i will photograph the birth and so we were like oh my gosh we should call her so at like 1.30, we call her and we're like, hey, you don't know if you're busy today, but we're going to have a baby if you want to, you know, come. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'll be there. So she comes and she's never birthed, uh, she's never photographed a birth before. And so she, you know, we're kind of just like ebbing and flowing together. We're like, hey, just, you know, pop yeah. in, pop out, you know, make yourself at home anywhere. Um, just try to get the beautiful moments, you know, you don't have to be there for everything. Like if Not, it's that'd be National Geographic, yeah. So she's there, the midwives are there, they're just, you know, we're just going through it and time is flying. It literally flies by for me when I'm in labor like that, right? But um, I'm laboring in the pool and I'm laboring on the birthing ball and I'm really trying to like get to the next stage where... I know that like we're just so close oh and when the midwives had arrived we were six to seven centimeters dilated 90% effaced and I remember Vicki gave me a huge hug and she was like honey we're gonna have a baby today and she was like I'm so excited for you and she just made me feel like mm. so tender and beautiful and so um, so now we're birthing in the tub we're birthing on the ball we're laboring you know in these places and um, that means the baby's not like you know getting born yet they're just like the process right laboring yeah. yeah yeah just laboring through these areas and so I remember at four o'clock I was like ready to kind of get things going and I was and my water hadn't broke and so I was like hey can we go break my water because with Judah when I had did the castor oil induction it didn't naturally break either we had to do it ourselves mm -hmm. but it was so easy to do and so she was like yeah let's get you on the bed out of the birthing tub and let's see about your water so she like checks it out and it's right there and she literally grabs her little you know tool and just boom it breaks you know and it's like okay great so now contractions start picking up a little bit i'm laying on my side in the bed because we're trying to get shiloh to really turn her head to get in the mm -hmm. right position to continue to move down and engage mm -hmm. and just into the actual lower pelvis area right the position of her head mm -hmm. of her body wasn't exactly you know exactly where we needed it to be and so i'm getting through my contractions they're definitely stronger on my side and they keep coming in 
to monitor her heart rate. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple times when they were not, didn't really like where it was at. It was, you know, lower than it the should 70s, be. 70s, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then it's five o'clock and, and you had gotten me a little drink and it's like a sparkling water with like some orange electrolytes in it. And you come back in and you lay on the bed with me and you're like, um, it's five o'clock. It's a good time to have a baby, you know? Yeah. And I was like, is it really Daniel? <laughs> you know? like, and like, we, <laughs> and you know, at this stage we could all be in bed by 30, you know, <laughs> it's going to be That's great. Right. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let's go. Let's go. I got shit to do. Dinner sounds nice. That's right. Bedtime. I'm hungry. That's right. And it, it's so funny because we have pictures from Tiff of Daniel chilling on the bed. We have all these photos, you guys, of Daniel throughout our births and like memories of him just like chilling. And I'm, you know, in grueling agony. No, I'm just kidding. But like laboring, you know, and Dan Man's like, whoop, whoop. And so anyway, at five o'clock, he's she like, got this. She don't yeah. need me. At five o'clock, Daniel's like, okay. And I'm like, oh yeah, ready? You good? You good? And so then the midwives come back in. They check the heart rate, but this time it's like the main midwife, you know, Joan. And when Joan enters the scene, you know that like something's going down. Something's getting real here. And she goes, okay, Lindsay. She was like, usually, you know, her heartbeat should be at, you know, 100 at yeah. least, you know, 80, 50. And I think she said that it was at 50. It hit 50. See, I don't remember that. No? I, I remember I 180, like... 50. And so she was like, so we're going to get her out right now. It's time to go. And I was like, okay. And they were like, we're not having a water birth today, sweetheart. And they throw the air, the oxygen mask on my face. And I was like a little bit like, okay, you know, a little bit taken aback. Yeah because I'm used to like birthing so freely, you know, without anything. But it was really nice. I'll tell you that much. Like, cause you're like really pushing like, and breathing easy, so easy. hard. What you, what's with the mask? Like, what, what, what is this like? Did you get COVID? I mean, what, you don't need the mask. We're good. Uh, I know, but I loved it. Well, it was so refreshing. Yeah. It was, I was like, actually... I, can I hit that? Give <laughs> me some of that. What you got in there? That's right. A little, a little happy juice. Yeah, a little oxygen. <laughs> a little some oxygen. oxygen. So they put the oxygen on me, and she's like, it's now. Push this baby out now. And I was like, okay. Well, because to the point, they were saying they had thought that the baby's uh, umbilical cord. cord was wrapped around her neck. And they said that, and I was like, oh, that's not good. And Lindsay yeah. was like, no, it's okay. We're good. We're not gonna, I'm I not going to panic. Not I'm not going to rush. And I was like... Yeah, yeah, I'm with her. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one who's like, you know, yeah, that's right. And, and that happened a couple of times throughout the pregnancy as well as the birth, the labor, where I looked to you and you were just calm and cool and were not in the least bit going to be influenced by any negativity or any, uh, you know, fear. Le less than outcome fear. Yeah, yeah. I was not going to, and I saw you, I never saw any panic in your face. Uh -uh. I, never, I never felt any panic in your mood at all, ever. And that's part of the great experience of, you know, birthing with you because, you know, you just keep the faith. And that really is a the most important thing in this whole process is your faith it, through to the end. Yeah, so, I appreciate kudos that Kudos to so you, much. my friend. Thank you. And I prayed, and I prayed. You know, she got nervous, and I could feel what was going on. 
And But at the same time, I did not lose my faith mm-hmm. about it because I was like, the Lord is not going to allow anything to happen to this baby literally like right now, like through the birth canal. You know what I mean? Like we've made it 10 weeks or 10 months, I'm sorry, like almost 42 weeks. The baby is almost here. Like he's got me, you know, and I'd said a prayer and we pushed. There were two midwives on one leg and then one midwife and Daniel on the other leg and they were pushing, you know, my legs toward me and I was pushing the other way toward them and they were helping me and I was grateful for that support. Um, but literally it was two or three pushes. Three pushes. Three pushes, which is my number. Yeah. I love three pushes. I can do three pushes. And there she was. And she was well, born at 5.38 p.m. And remember at 5, Daniel was like, it'd be nice to have a baby right now. And then at 5.38, there she was. And at the end of the day, did I get the water birth that I had planned on that is my peaceful way of bringing baby into the world that I was going to catch her and all this stuff? No, not at all. But have I learned through the birthing experience that you just surrender all everything in the birthing process you surrender your dates your times your you know all the things that you clinch onto mm-hmm. like you literally get this your plans you literally get this like open hand feeling and you're like lord whatever you have you know for this child and for this birthing experience and for me to bring them into the world i literally am just your vessel you know you take it father god and so you know i had been getting into that place of surrender over the last few weeks really when the baby you know was taking her time and so i was already in that heart posture heart posture you know And so when I had to just push on the bed and bring her into the world. And so anyway, bring her up to my chest and you and I didn't even look at first. No, they they basically got the baby out. I saw the head and the face was looking away from me. So I couldn't tell. I just saw the top of the head. Uh And then uh, I pull her up to my chest and they put her up to just no cord. First thing I saw was no cord around her neck. That was like my first relief. And then they just turned the baby kind of purpley looking. Yeah. The whole as babies are on your chest and I didn't She's see crying. what sex it was uh-uh. at all and neither did you and then uh-uh. you know we look at each other like yeah you know yeah. healthy healthy happy baby yeah. and he said well what what is it like what's the sex and I was like I don't know I didn't see so I looked I, I went down and I kind of lifted her leg and I was like well that's something I've never seen before I had to like almost <laughs> wait and be like is that what I think it is Yeah. and I was like that's a girl Yeah. and immediately I was just overcome with Wow, like I really had prepared myself to not get let down, even though I really would have really liked a girl, obviously, yeah. because that's what, you know, would it just made so much sense. Right. And so I'm still relishing this miracle, in my opinion. Right. You know, for what yeah. we have. Um, Yep, me too. Um, And then Judah comes walking in. Judah was there the whole time. The other boys were off at soccer practice. And Judah comes walking in the room, and he's part of those first photos. He's up on the bed with us, and I'm holding her in my lap, and Judah's on the bed, and you're on the bed, and we're all together. And then the boys, then the big boys walk in the room. They come home from soccer practice. They just walk in the room, and, you know, there was the birth bed, you know? And I'm covered, and they're just like... 
here's our new sibling mom and everything and they meet her for a second and then they leave you know they go out and everything gets cleaned up and whatever before they come back in and then we also have these beautiful photos where I'm you know in my birthday suit you know just <laughs> having birthed this baby and your mom you know has her arm around my shoulders and I'm looking down at Shiloh and you know and she's just holding my shoulders like like a sweet mother-daughter you know, experience, which was really, really tender to me. Um, and so, and, and the photographer too, guys, is one of our deep personal friends who I love and trust so much and brought in her own sweet, encouraging energy into that room that day and has been like a big sister to me over the last couple of years. And so having her there kind of giving me little pats on the back and her little sweetness and whatnot, like it was amazing how everyone who was supposed to be there was there in their own gentle way and whether they were kind of like off to the side or trying to be inconspicuous or like up in the middle of it, right? Like everyone had their own little spot and their own little role to play. Um, but um, so it was just this beautiful orchestration, you know, of what God does and how he does it. And, mm. you know, we'll talk into, you know, other episodes about, you know, why we love home birth so much and, you know, around some of those things that I just talked about, um, you know, how, why we believe in natural birth so much, you know, how we believe mm. that the, obviously mm. the body was, you know, made yeah, to you do You can do this. it. You were made yes. to do it. Like yes. don't deprive yourself of the experience and you know, fast forward through this thing early. Amen. And we'll talk about, you know, my playlist, like what I listen to and, you know, what types of, you know, sources and tools and resources I use to like get me in the mindset to, you know, well, endure and, I, and persevere I have to through say, all this. And, and I don't know if I have the right to say it, but you had a pretty easy birth, like the whole way through. Like it was pregnancy or birth. Pregnancy and birth. Yeah. I mean from my point of view, it was as ideal and almost perfect as possible the yeah. entire way through. Right. And that's why I'm so like excited to see you share what worked and, and, and what you did because if other people can have an experience like you had, that's just the great way to start the baby's life. And so she was eight pounds, four ounces, 21 inches long. Absolutely perfect. We got her dressed, the boys came home. Full head of hair full head of hair um we ate pizza and salad and i was so hungry i was like i'm gonna take two slices mm -hmm. of pizza please oh. and i know and i was you earned it i, I tell you Come give on. me the pizza eat five eat <laughs> a pizza eat two pizzas yep and we went to bed that night with our daughter in the middle of us in her you know little baby sleeper um and you know just a instant connection she latched right away she's eating like a pro my milk came in basically mm -hmm. three days later and three days after the baby was here yeah in? at first it's just the colostrum oh, okay. for the first few days yep and then your milk really comes mm -hmm. in like your full full you know supply mm -hmm. um so she's been eating perfectly she's great and then the midwives came over two days later with their little concierge service they check on me they check on her we don't have to leave the house to you know get in the car go to the appointments all the things they come to you and they make sure that baby's good and they make sure that mom is good and that's also one of my favorite things because with traditional hospital births you don't go back and see your doctor for another six weeks after your birth it's a lot of time That's to a lot of wonder time. and 
not know and not get that attention, that yes. wellness attention. Amen. So they came back two days later and checked us both out, and we were both, you know, on the up and up. Everything's good. So here we are. You know, that's the birth story, mm. and we are so thankful to have birthed our baby at home really seamlessly. Um, our hearts are so full of joy, we can't even get enough. Our doorstep is full of, you know, dinners and gifts and stuff nonstop. Y'all have been abundantly mm. generous and kind and loving to us and literally brownies it's rocking are our hearts. <laughs> love language. And so we've had, Drop we've had, off more brownies. We've had two <laughs> rounds of brownies so far. I think day one. <sighs> Chrissy Ort brought some, and then uh -huh. we had another round. I might have had a couple of those, and Lindsay was like, why do you eat my brownies? Those are my brownies. That's oh, my stop. love language. Why do you stop eating my brownies? Uh, thank you, God, for the meal train. Thank you, Father, for all the people who are showing up mm -hmm. for us. Thank you for our family who was here for us. Yep the day of the birth and the day after. Thank you for all of mm. the people who have just carried mm -hmm. this longing in their hearts. I'll oh, never yeah. forget the next morning, you know, I woke up to a yard sign, you know, welcome baby Shiloh. And it, that was a dream come true to announce the birth of our daughter and, you know, announcing that it was a girl, you know, we've just had, I don't even know how many people share in the blessing of this gift. And Shiloh means gift from God. And so, you know, that's honestly what she is. And y'all have made us feel that way. So we're so thankful to celebrate this gift that we've been given. We truly believe that a quiver full, mm -hmm. you know, that children are a gift from the God, that they are, you know, our heritage, that they are our legacy. And we, you know, intend to fill them up with, you know, the love of the Lord mm -hmm. and the love of family and, all the goodness, you know, that we have Welcome to pass to on. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, Shy. And we just want to thank you guys for being part of the journey. Thanks for listening. Um, we can't wait to share some of the photos from the birth with y'all. And um, there's so much more to come on this topic. And we're really excited just to share, you know, how to have mm. these really healthy, mm -hmm. beautiful, natural God honoring mm -hmm. births, pregnancies, right. and family right. experience. On yeah. that note, can I pray us out? I would love that. Shall will bless us and keep us. Shall will make your face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. Shall will lift up your countenance upon us and bring us shalom. Shalom is deep peace in every single category of your life. Amen. All we want. That's it. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Mm. Shalom, shalom. <laughs> That's right. It's probably a, a combination derivative, you know? Yeah. You know it. Uh, you know it. Okay. Until next time. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> <laughs>